Well, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas, and this is episode number three, three, two, three, thirty-two. How are you doing? How are you doing, you bastards? Uh, my friends, thank you very much once again for, uh, checking out last week's episode. And for those of you that are new, cause I saw some new people coming along in Australia. Hello. That's right, Aussies. I see ya. Some new people from the UK. All right, my brothers and sisters from the UK, some new people from Canada. How you doing? Thank you very much. And, uh, I appreciate you being here. And apparently you, you, you guys, uh, listened to the last episode and kind of drilled back through some of the other episodes. I appreciate that. Thank you very, very much. And, uh, make sure you tell your friends, uh, to, uh, check out this podcast, uh, to subscribe to this podcast and, uh, rate and review this podcast. And if they don't, Tell them you're going to end the friendship or viciously beat them. <laughs> Don't viciously beat them. You you cannot stop being friends with them, though, because that means they have bad taste. <laughs> that came off bad, didn't it? OK, forget all that. Just suggest this show to your friends, because obviously you like this incredible show. And if, you, if, you, if your friends are good people, they, they would also like the show, because if they don't like the show, they're just big dummies and poopy heads. <laughs> that also sounded bad. Um, I'm just going to just. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends and have them subscribe and all of that crap. Okay. Let's, can we get, we're going to start this episode because I'm starting to, I'm starting to make it worse for myself by saying dopey crap, even though the whole show basically is just, you know, me saying dopey crap. It's kind of what you signed up for, right? That's why you've been listening to me all this time. <laughs> okay. Let's get started. Now, folks, listen, uh, as you know, I already talked about the 20, pounds that i lost so far as obviously it's a little more since last week but i haven't weighed myself i'm not going to weigh myself uh for a couple of more weeks i can see the difference and feel the difference but you know what i'm saying we're going to stick with the 20 for now and the frustrating thing i realize now is that i could have actually lost more weight doing exactly what i was doing before to lose the weight in the first place i calculated i could have lost 26 or 27 pounds instead of just 20 now what was the culprit? What was the reason that I did not lose the extra three and a half pounds hmm? each, in, in each one of those months? Hmm? What was the reason? Did I eat a bunch of cupcakes? No. Did I eat a bunch of cheesesteaks? No. Did I sit on my ass and do nothing? Absolutely not. Was it some kind of, you know, no. Do you know what the culprit was? I didn't know what the culprit was. I was literally sitting in my car drinking a lemonade that I bought from the store that I like very, very much. And I'm sitting there going, what is going on here? You know, I should have lost more weight than that, judging about the amount of work I put in, the amount of weights I've lifted, the amount of calories I've burned. I should have lost about seven, six or seven more pounds than I lost. What the hell is going on? I don't get it. And I took a swig of my lemonade. I said, damn it. I'm making some kind of mistake here. I don't understand what the problem is and why I haven't lost. It was, like I said, seven more pounds. It just kind of moves me closer to the end of this journey. You know, I'm not I'm not done yet, you know, but it'll, it'll move me. It'll move, it will have moved me seven pounds closer, man. Seven pounds. That's almost a weight, a month's worth of weight loss, man. I basically lost seven tenths of a, of a month, you know, the, Oh, what? I just, I took another swig of my lemonade. I don't understand what the hell the problem is going on here, damn it. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. My doctor's proud of me. My nurse is proud of me, right? I'm proud of me. My friends who know what the hell I'm doing are proud of me, damn it. 
And I could have been seven. I take another swig of my lemonade. I'm saying this is some good ass lemonade, boy. I'm so mad right now. And that's when you know lemonade is good is when you're mad and pissed off and ticked off and want to drop kick somebody. But there's no one to drop kick because it's you that did it. You can't drop kick yourself. Trust me. I've tried. <laughs> and I take another swig of the lemonade. And as I'm putting the bottle back down into the cup holder of the car, I notice something that I had never noticed before. Um, Hmm. I noticed the number of calories in the lemonade. Oh, a lot of calories in this lemonade. And I was drinking it. I've been drinking a bunch of this crap. I'm thinking, you know, it's not like I put a lot of thought into it. I'm just thinking, hey, it's not soda, right? Lemonade, how bad can lemonade be, right? It's not like it's super sweet or something. How bad could it be? (laughs) It turns out pretty damn bad. The amount of calories in this damn lemonade was the same amount of calories I would have gotten had I bought a cheeseburger. Literally. I mean, within five or ten calories, something like that, a cheeseburger from a corner store was roughly the same amount of calories in the damn lemonade. So basically, I've been eating cheeseburgers the whole time that I was avoiding cheeseburgers in real life. I was going up, don't want that cheeseburger, I'll have that salad. Nope, don't want that, I'll have some fruit. Nope, don't want any candy, I'll have some grapes. Nope, don't want that. Nope, I don't want that. Nope, I don't want that. Let me drink this lemonade, because this lemonade is nice and refreshing. I'm sure this lemonade isn't a problem. <laughs> and I should have known something was going on, because as I put the cap back on the lemonade, I could literally hear the lemonade say... <laughs> got him. And I'm like, who the hell said that? And then I put the lemonade down. It's almost as if the lemonade was literally sabotaging me on purpose. Right? It was like having a spy in your organization. And every time you try to get something going, you start noticing you're not getting the results you're supposed to be getting. And the reason you're not getting the results you're supposed to be getting is because of the freaking spy in the organization. And the spy in my diet organization was that damn lemonade. Right? And I felt guilty. I almost wanted to go back to the store and apologize to every soda I walked by. Because I would literally walk by the sodas and I could... You know, sometimes you don't know what your facial expression is. I kind of knew what my facial expression was. I'd walk by the soda and I'd look at the soda as if to say, you dirty mother jumpers. But I wasn't thinking jumper. There was another word that goes after mother. Basically the same cadence. You know which word I'm talking about. I'm trying to curse less. You know what I'm saying? Although bastard don't count. I'm going to keep saying that. You bastards back to what I was saying. And I'm looking at the sodas and I could see the sodas looking at me like, come on, man. We didn't do anything, man. We have diet options, bro. And I'm going, yeah, right. Diet options. Shut up. Everybody knows diet stuff sucks. I'm just going to make a lifestyle change. I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm just going to stay away from sodas. Because if I drink a diet soda, eventually I'm going to get full of myself and start drinking regular sodas. Oh, no, you don't. I'm going to drink this lemonade that's right next to you that looks nice and innocent. Look at it. That lemonade looks like a puppy in the pound that's just happy to see you. Right? 
You go to a dog pound, you see a puppy that wants to get adopted. The dog's all happy to see you. Jumping up there, you walk to the gate, the dog licks your hand. The dog's all nice, right? You go to the next cage, you go, well, this dog looks great, but let me try out these other dogs just to be careful. And you look at the dog, and the dog is like really nice, and the dog's licking your hand. But you, the dog, the first dog, the dog that was cute and happy, licked your hand with enthusiasm. And you got the distinct feeling that the hand licking was real. It was real. Real. It was genuine. It was real. But this next dog licks your hands too. And you kind of get the feeling that this dog is kind of like the dopey kid in class that doesn't want to study and just steals the answer off the page of the smart kid. It's as if that dog goes, oh, I guess I got to lick somebody's hand to get out of this crap. Great. If I got to lick some hands, I got to lick some hands. But the second I get out of this pound, I'm biting the crap out of this bastard, but I'm not going to bite him while I'm in the house. Oh, no, because he could run out the house and call animal control because I'll be stuck in the house. And then that bastard with that little net will come in and grab me and I'll wind up right back here. But if I act good, I'll act really good for about three or four months. He'll take me outside and then he'll start to trust the fact that I'm not going to run away. I'm even going to let him take the leash off and I'm not even going to run away. I want him to get nice and comfortable. I want him to get to the point where he takes me to the park with the other dogs. And instead of staring at me the whole time, he sits on the couch on the bad bench and tries to talk to some hot women, takes the thing off me and I'm running around the dog park. And eventually somebody's going to open that gate and then I'm going to be out of there or better yet. He'll trust me so much. He'll take the leash off while we're walking down the street. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going to bite the crap out that bastard while he's whining like a punk. I'm going to take off. I already scoped out a couple of corner stores that put their trash out in plastic bags instead of cans. Free food, baby. Free food. And I'm a dog. And I'm going to be out there and I'm going to get all the bitches I want. And it's okay for me to say bitch because haha, I'm a dog and that's the right term. You humans can't say that crap. Let me lick this punk's hand. I'm going to lick his hand real good. Ha <laughs> And then you take the dog home. The dog bites the crap out of you on month number four and takes off. Right. And he still got the chip in it. But you'll name it. And he goes off and bites a bunch of people. And you wind up getting sued. You got to settle out of court for about four or five grand. And that's all because you that stupid punk ass dog. Well, that's kind of like what the soda was. I'm drinking and I'm thinking it's going to be all innocent. It's gay. It's great. It's low calorie. Yeah. Low calorie compared to what it was before nine zillion calories now it's now 8.5 zillion calories and you're wondering why your butt's twerking when you weren't twerking why because of the soda bastards but look how innocent that lemonade looks what a sweetie the lemonade is great as it turns out the lemonade is actually the dog you gotta worry about as it's sneaky Soda don't even act like it's, it's healthy for us. It. Like, look, we're going to jack your teeth up, mess up your intestines, but we taste good. So buy us and shut up the lemonade, which is just as bad. It's like, hey, how you doing, everybody? It's going to be great. Oh, this guy, I'm going to be really refreshing. <laughs> Sneaky bastards. Stinking ass lemonade. So now I got to stop drinking that crap.
because it put me seven pounds behind. I can't make up those seven pounds the same way a football player that does something stupid in school and goes from a number one pick to a second round pick. He has the same talent he already had, but because he made one dumb mistake, his whole career has changed. Is he going to get in the NFL? Sure. Is he going to make millions of dollars? Of course. But his rookie pay scale is lower because he wasn't the number one pick. And the rest of his career, there's money that was on the table that he could have had millions of dollars because he made one dumbass decision. And his friend said, hey, take a hit at this, Jordan. He's like, yeah, all right. I spent my entire time staying away from that stuff. But what the hell? And the moment that kid grabs the joint and puts it to his mouth, one of the teachers walks in and sees him with that crap and assumes he's been smoking joints the whole time and doesn't want to hear any crap about him i don't smoke joints i just saw you with this joint johnson i'm gonna go out right now and call espn and tell him to say bad crap about you lower your ratings you little punk ass bastard and you just lost millions of dollars because you wanted a piece of paper with weed in it and some spit from your friend which is gross to begin with you smoked that crap you know what i'm saying i know i rambled a bit but that's what i've been doing for almost five years shut up and listen And that's what I felt like drinking that stupid ass lemonade. I felt like a dope. Now, am I going to lose all the weight and get back in shape permanently? Of course I am. But I was thrown off by almost a month because of some stupid punk ass lemonade bastards. So I've moved on to green tea, five, five calories or water, zero calories. So I'll be back on track. But still, like I said, the seven pounds slow down because of you lemonade bastard. But that's the thing, man. I, I'm one of those people that like when I realized what the mistake was, I made a quick correction. I didn't even finish the lemonade I was drinking when I realized that that was a calorie thing. I just dumped that crap out and got some water. You know, I was thinking about just going, well, there's three quarters of the bottle left. I might as well finish it. You know, no, 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 no. I get really strict sometimes when it comes to that. But I am not. I repeat, I am not one of those people that expects everybody around me to change what they do because I'm making a change. Right. When I started off, I had people that were around me, friends. My, oh, I shouldn't be eating this pizza in front of you. Yes. I mean, I know that you're on a diet. I'm going, you do realize that if you eat the pizza and crap it out, that affects my diet. None. Right. You know that when you eat food, the calories go into you. They don't go into me. So I don't care if you eat pizza. I have a little more self-control than that. I mean, you do really think I'm going to go. I can't believe he's eating that pizza in front of me. And bass is going to eat that pizza. Look at him. Look at him. Chew it. Look at him. All that sauce. Uh, no, you don't, you bastard. Give me that pizza. Huh? Give me that pizza, you mother sucker. And I wouldn't say sucker. And I snatched the pizza from my pimp, smacked the crap out of him, pulled the whole box to myself, pull out a knife and say, everybody, sit down. Sit your punk asses down at the table. And you're going to sit there and you're going to watch me eat it. And if any of you even attempts to grab one of these slices, there's seven left that I'm going to eat all of them right in front of you. Every, uh, yeah, you right there. Everybody else there has kind of drank out of their soda, but you didn't even open your soda yet. I know, but shut up. Pass it over. But I didn't drink. I said, shut the hell up and give me that soda, punk. Open it first. And if you even think about putting that soda to your mouth, try to put your mouth on the thinking I won't drink it, I'll cut you. Give me that damn soda. You're damn right. Give me this pizza. Eat all seven slices. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're all my friends. But y'all shouldn't have ate this in front of me. What's that over there? 
Nothing. What did you just put under the table, man? Hey, but nothing under the table. You better, you better bring your hands back off on this damn table. What is that? It's a piece of cake. Oh, it's a big, juicy piece of cake. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, so these idiots are going to sit here with their damn pizza and drinking their damn sodas knowing I'm on a damn diet and they see me here eating this damn salad with the punk ass spray on salad dressing crap. You can't even taste it. You might as well just eat the damn salad without the dressing. Sitting here eating this diet, drinking this diet water. Low calorie ice cubes over here, and you sitting there with that big ass piece. Of, what kind of that's open at the chalk? Oh, that's chocolate cake, my favorite. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. What's in your other hand, buddy? Let me get my other hand. Oh, you crying because you know you about to get cut. You're going to get cut. What's in your other hand, man? It's near Hollis and I agree. Put it on top of the cake. I don't want it on top of the cake. I like to eat some cake and then eat some ice cream, or sometimes I'll eat the ice cream and get to the cake, and sometimes I eat the cake and then get to the ice cream. Well, guess what? Sometimes I like to stab people that don't give me their cake and ice cream when they don't give me their cake and ice cream. And this is one of those times, bitch. Now give it up. Take the cake from his punk ass. Take the ice cream from his punk ass. Put the knife in my left hand because I eat usually with my right hand. And I very slowly eat the cake and watch him cry as I eat it. Then I eat the ice cream. <sighs> then I take the whole thing of ice cream and I dump it right on the cake and I laugh as he cries like a bitch. Right? And then all the rest of my friends, come on, that shouldn't do that, man. It's bad enough you ate our pizza and everything like that, man. And, and all that kind of stuff and drank his soda. But this is really wrong, man. You know how much you... They don't even have that that type of cake. This neighbor, he actually went out of his way to get that cake. And they gave, they gave, they gave, they gave. Because at this point, I'm looking at him like, you don't see me holding this knife, right? So I get up from around the table. I walk around the other side of the table. I stand up behind the person who's piped up the most. I take that knife and I put it to his hand. And I'm going, yeah. Hmm. See this knife next to your hand, Mister Plumber? How you gonna unloosen those pipes with? One of your fingers missing, bitch. I was just thinking, I said, shut up. And I'm going to go back over there and eat that cake. You understand? And if you don't shut your damn mouth, the next time somebody asks for you to show up to work on that damn sink, you will have to take an assistant with you because you ain't going to have no fingers on your right hand, bitch. Now shut up. Then I pimp slap the crap out of him, smack him right onto the floor, walk past the person with the cake, pimp smack the crap out of him. What you pimp smack me for? What? And then I pimp smack him again. I said, now get back up in your chairs, punks. Walk back around and I slowly eat the rest of the cake and ice cream as they all shiver in fear, little punk asses. Then I lick the bowl. Oh, you damn right. There's going to be not one drop of cake or ice cream left. I ripped the styrofoam open with the ice cream was Lick it. Then I put my hand on the table and I sweep the pizza box and the cake and the sodas right onto the floor. And I said, just remember. Just remember who runs this house, punks. And I hold my knife up and I say, yeah. Yeah and put the knife back on the table and say so i guess the second half of the game starting now right let's go watch the game and they're all looking at me like you just threatened to stab all of us you ate our pizza drank our soda you ate his cake and you pimp slap half of us and you think we're gonna watch the game with you is that what you think and i'm going yeah pretty much and they're going 
that is true. We really shouldn't have eaten this in front of you. We really did kind of bring it on all to ourselves. I mean, the fact that you threatened to cut this guy's hand off, you pimp smacked the crap out of him. Then you pimp smacked this other guy, knocked the food on the floor and all that kind of stuff and threatened the murderers. Um, we kind of brought that on ourselves by eating food in front of you. So we, we really kind of, you know, we, we really owe you an apology. <laughs> that would not happen. So I don't care if people don't, if people eat what they want around me. I don't give a crap, right? Because what do most people do? They get too strict about it. I don't get so strict. Like I said, I got rid of the lemonade, right? But I still pick one day a week, maybe two times a month, sometimes three times a month, as many as four times a month, which means once a week. I'll pick a day where I'll eat something that's stupid, right? And when you have that, when you know you're going to do that, say, well, as it turns out, when football season starts, it'll be on, it'll be when my favorite team is playing. I'll allow myself to eat some crap during the game where my favorite team is playing. The moment that game stops, the junk stops and we start all over again. But during the rest of the week, very, very strict. I think that works for me because you still get to eat the crap you want to eat. And in fact, you might even enjoy it more. You'll love it more. You'll feel good. You'll feel even better eating it because you know it's coming. You know it's coming. You know, it's kind of like being a married guy. You want to jump on top of your wife every time she walks by. You got your little kids and everything's running around. Your kids are great and everything. You love your kids. You love your kids. You love your kids, right? And your kids are like two and one or one and three. They're little babies. They don't know anything. And because you don't, you don't have to feel self-conscious around them. And I've seen this before. You know, your wife is running around the house. She's not wearing a bra. Her chest yummies are, are, are jiggling around. Not to be a disgusting pig, but I'm just telling you what's going on, right? She's wearing she's wearing the the sweatpants and the, the, her booty the, the, the delicious buttocks is jiggling right there right and you're sitting there she's she's not thinking anything of it because it's you know it's her body what, what the hell why would she think anything of it and you've seen her naked before you made the two damn kids with her it's not like you're not going to get it on with her but you want to get it on with her right the hell now she i mean she is killing you right now you want to jump on top of her so bad she's walking by and you're looking at her butt going good god almighty and the kid jumps down hey daddy and he got uh hey and you got to be daddy there and the whole time you're going i want to be daddy but right now i want to be what i want to be what i was that made me be daddy and then she walks and anyway bill i was just thinking oh crap i think i dropped it behind the couch he leans over and you're looking down her shirt and you're like good god almighty and a little kid hey listen daddy Daddy, can we have a tea party? All right, you're going all right. And then your son's like, hey, dad, let me put this truck. And you're like, oh, that is great. And the whole time you're looking right through your kid at your wife. And she's on the computer doing some stuff from work. And you're going, good God almighty. But she's your wife. You know, at some point, at some point during the week. And, I, you know, I've lived with women. I've had long-term girlfriends and stuff. And I know that you don't, you can't jump on top of them as much as you'd like to jump on top of them. They have things to do. They have lives. They have careers. You can't jump on them top of them as much as you'd like to. But they still look incredible. And you're looking at them and you're going, ooh, 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 ooh. But you know, on date night, what's going to happen on date night? It may even be three date nights a month, right? You know you're going to get that babysitter three times a month. 
right? And you're going to go out with your wife or your girlfriend, right? And, you know, and you're going to go out to a movie, right? And you know what's going to happen. You're going to get a hotel. You're going to go in there. You're going to destroy each other for three or four hours. And then you're going to come back and not, you, you didn't give a crap about that movie. You went to a movie you didn't care about in the first place. So you wouldn't think you were missing anything. He had a whole lot objective to going out was to get rid of the kids, go to hotel room and demolish each other and destroy the room. You know what I'm talking about. You're looking at your wife the same way you look at this wonderful meat. You can't wait to even though, um, unlike a bad meal, your wife is good for you. Yes. And you know what I'm talking about, ladies. It's the same thing with you, right? Your husband's been working out looking good. You want to jump on top of him and you get the kids are all in the way. Right? He's, he's over there going, hey, let me pick this thing up. And you see his biceps all pumped up and you're like, good God almighty, you want to jump on top of this bastard, right? He's sitting on the couch, right? You know, and then you see that you see his stuff and it's all there and you're looking, you're staring at it, but then the little kid jumps in the lab and you're going, get out the way, punk. And you want to jump on top of your husband. And of course, like I said, you do the thing when you go out in the day and you go out on the date and you go to the hotel room and destroy each other. You know what I'm talking about. And I'm not equating getting it on with your significant other with cheat meals. I'm just saying there's something that you want really, really badly, something that's awesome, something that you can enjoy. And it's right there in front of you and you can't have it right now. You can only have it on the specific times. And because you have to wait for it, because you can only have it at specific times, you enjoy it a million times more because you've been waiting for it. Have you ever done that before where you, you literally, you, you can eat whatever you want? So if you're one of those people that's naturally skinny, you can eat whatever you want, whenever you want. A piece of chocolate cake is no big deal to you. It's no big deal. You can take that whole cake, oh, shove it down your throat, eat it. No problem. You're still going to be 6 to 193 pounds. It, nothing's going to happen. In fact, you didn't even go to the gym the last three months. And guess what? You still kind of have abs. And I just want to say right now, I hate you. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. But if you're a fat guy like I am currently, you can't have a piece of chocolate cake. You can have a piece of chocolate cake when your favorite team is playing and you can have a piece of chocolate cake. You know, you can't even eat all the cake. You got to get a small piece of cake. Or if this piece of cake is too big, you get a piece of it. You just throw the rest in the trash and give it to somebody. You can't eat all of it. The person who can eat the cake appreciates it less than the person who can't really have it. You ever seen those famous celebrity people, right? And every time you see them, they're jumping on top of another person who's incredible looking and double incredible and fitness model and double fitness model and quadruple model and quintuple model and all of that crap. And that's no big deal to them. I date playmates all the time. I date playmates all the time. What about you? Oh, I always date male models. It's not really that big of a deal. It's no big deal to them because they can do it whenever they help they want to. But if you ran into a male model that loved you and he thought you were the greatest thing in the world, you'd save her every second with his ass. And I've been there before where I dated a woman that was so ridiculously good looking that they walk into a place and the whole place just stops, right? Right? And I savored every second with them. Granted, I savor every second with any woman I'm with because I love women, but you get the point, you bastards. So that's what I'm doing now. It's like, you gotta, but I gotta make sure that I don't do what I did last time. I don't know if how many of you have had weight problems and lost weight. I realize, like I said, you can't eat the whole cake. You can't eat the whole damn pizza. You can't have 15 milkshakes. You can't have two bags, the whole big bags of 
cup Doritos and you can't eat 55 cupcakes and you can't have a whole damn stromboli to yourself on your cheat day. You got to still control it a little bit. Back in the day, I wasn't about that. It was like, look, Sunday's the day. All Sunday, I'm eating whatever the hell I want. If anybody don't like it, that's not my problem. The hell with them. I used to eat what I like to call uh, VK foods, right? You know what a VK food is? Of course you don't because I'm the one that came up with it. I call it vegan killing foods. The kind of food where if a vegan ate like one bowl of it or one spoonful of it, they'd pass out. You'd have to call an ambulance, right? And you go up to a vegan and you hand them a couple of slices of chocolate cake. You know what I'm saying? With eggs in them. You hand them a, you have them, yeah, yeah, have this bacon double cheeseburger with quadruple double cheese, double quadruple sauce. And there's actually cheese in the bread. And there's also cheese in the plate that I'm handing you. And there's cheese in the fork and then the cheese. And then the napkin you wipe in your mouth with quadruple cheese in it and double sauce in it. And they go, I can't handle all this meat in my stomach. Blank, hit the ground. And I made a decision. I'm not doing that anymore. Right. And I'm also going to go to the gym more. I promised myself that. And I know I've heard from some of you. I understand what you mean, man. I'm telling you right now, man. You know, I got my gym membership. Yes, man. You know, I'm working out like you did, man. You lost your 20 pounds. Congratulations and everything. But, you know, I mean, it really takes me a long time, you know, to get to the gym, man. The gym's a whole seven minutes away from me, man. That's a long time to go, man. It's a seven minute, you know, okay, I, I, it's not really seven minutes. It's actually across the street, but it's a wide street and sometimes the light is slow. So sometimes it takes me seven minutes to get to the gym and I'm going, I really don't have time for that. There's some other stuff I got to do. I can't go to the gym. I mean, if, if I really get up right now and go to the gym, I'm going to miss out on time with my kids and I really need to spend that special time with my kids you know what i'm saying hey dad what's up boy um why don't you just go to the gym and take your fat ass to the gym man uh shut up punk he's making excuses you know damn why you go to the gym i can't go to the gym i don't want to miss out on time with you you know i'm I'm, I'm, you can't i got a date Uh, that's not really my son (laughs) anyway what i was saying was it's really tough to go to the gym and give you making excuses I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to have to bring back my old gym routine, not the workouts, because I'm not 24 years old anymore, but the same kind of stick the same kind of persistence and drive, because I remember what it was like to go into the bathroom, to take a shower, to walk out of the bathroom, look into the mirror and look to my right and see my girlfriend looking at me like drooling on herself, Right. And then I looked in the mirror and I'm all sliced. I look like a black Bruce Lee in the mirror. And I'm going, yeah, I guess I'm kind of sliced up and looking good. You know, that's pretty good. You step on the scale and you see it's 164 pounds, right? You're rock solid, double, quadruple, quintuple muscle, right? Because you're not a fat bastard, as it turns out, your junk's a lot way bigger than you thought it was because it's not the big ass belly and big fat legs wrapped around. You go, I just thought I have regular junk, but this is pretty good junk. And you realize hey, my junk's a lot better than I thought. And your girlfriend's like, you damn right it is. And then she busts through the bathroom doing bangs the crap out of you right on top of the floor. <laughs> okay, she just whipped the door open and then jumped on top of me and banged me in the floor. But it sounds more impressive saying she busts through the door, <laughs> even though it doesn't make sense because I said she was looking at me. You know, so I probably should have just stuck with what actually happened, which was she, she said, damn, and then ran in and, you know, jumped on top of me and me got it on on the floor of the bathroom. Which I don't even, I'm like, the, the bed's right there. Why don't you just say damn and then say, come here, baby. And then I could walk out the bathroom and then just like, you know, 
walk, you know, jump, put you back on the bed and jump on top of you. I mean, I was like, the hell, why do we get it on on the floor? I mean, I, I don't make any sense. It was like the whole time we're, we're going out. I'm like, yeah, whoa, this is great. This is great. And then you look, turn your head to the left and there's a toilet right there. I'm like, I can do, this is weird. She's balancing herself on the sink. And I'm going, okay, this is kind of cool. I mean, but I mean, my head's, oh, crap. And then it gets a little enthusiastic. And next thing you know, my head's between the toilet and the damn sink. And she's not even paying attention to me. She's up there. I'm like, I'm glad you're making the, the, I'm glad you sound like that. And you seem to be enjoying yourself. But, you know, this, you don't actually clean the bathroom till tomorrow, you know. And so, the, the, you know, this is not the, the, the cleanest the bathroom could be. And, and my head's on the floor between the toilet and, and the sink. This would be one of those good times that, you know, this, for this to be a quickie. You know, I figure since this is the bathroom floor, we could do this fast and like a little quickie and then go about our day and then come back with a regular get it on session, which lasts a long period. But, OK, apparently she, this is going to go on for a while. Okay, this is great. This is very great. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna enjoy this and not realize, not uh, pay attention to the fact that uh, my head is between the toilet and the sink. This is kind of. No, the funny thing about this is the simple fact that my oh my head bounces off the floor. Her hand slipped off the sink and she caught herself. And I'm going, okay, this is. I'm, I'm glad she's enjoying. I'm enjoying this too. It's not like this doesn't feel great or anything. But there's a part of me that's kind of preoccupied with the fact that my head's on the, like an ex, okay. uh, oh, I'm sliding a little bit and I move my hand over and I touch the, 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 the toilets. And as it turns out that I, one of the things I needed to do was to go to the bottom base of the toilet and tighten up the bolts. So now there's water slash splashing around in there and some blue water from the toilet flips off and lands on the side of my face. And I have my, well, one of my hands are actually on her ass. So I take her hands off my hands off her ass real quick. And I'm going to wipe the blue stuff before it runs into my mouth. Like, Oh God, no. Why? And she hears, Oh God, Oh God, by how high she didn't, she thinks, Oh, he's real. I'm really giving it to him good now. So she gets even more enthusiastic, you know, and, and I mean, and now my head's really jammed and now I'm now, now my head's bounce balance really close to the bolt by the bathroom. I'm going, ah, uh, there's really no way of Cause if I stop her right now, she's going to get, man, why did you make me stop? It was almost, almost there. You know, that kind of crap. So I'm like, you know, yeah. It wasn't the biggest bathroom because now, you know, my foot's bouncing off the damn the, the tub and my head's smacking into the toilet. And I got blue stuff on my face about a quarter inch away from my mouth. It's all, someone was almost in my eye. I'm like, ah, oh, this is ridiculous, you know. It was, it's it's kind of gross, to be honest with you. You know, the funny thing about it was because I was so preoccupied by the toilet, the blue stuff on my face and my sore foot from smacking into the toilet, it actually took something that, you know, and, and elongated the situation, even though the situation normally was a pretty good, was, would go on for a pretty good amount of time anyway, because <laughs> I'm S. Anthony. But this actually added another 30% to the amount of time it normally takes, you know, and, 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 and that, which was, you know, I, I didn't think she noticed that. But um, she did. She she did notice it. She goes, "Wow, that was that was about a third longer than normal." I mean, no, I was pretty happy with the way things were going. Anyway, I was really, really loving the way things were going. But the simple fact that, you know, it's like I got more of something that was already great. I got like a third more almost of something that was already great. And I said, "Yeah, and I, yeah, you know, I didn't. I, 
like an idiot, I'm going, it's probably because you had my head crammed into the damn bathroom with the thing. My head was under the sink and thing. <laughs> and she laughed. <laughs> and I'm thinking that she was just laughing at the situation. But I could, you know, you look at your girlfriend, you could tell she made a mental note of something. Right. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, crap. She has the mental note look on her face. I don't know what that means, but I have a feeling it's going to come back to haunt me. Right. I mean, a couple of days go by. Right. And she's working too hard to get it on with me and I'm working too hard to get it on with her. Right. You know, the hours don't kind of line up. And finally, there comes a day where we have plenty of time to get it on. And I've been wanting to get it on with her and she's been wanting to get it on with me. And I'm really going to get it on with her real good. You know, I'm going to give it, you know, me. and she goes, hey, what's going on? Oh, could you help me with something? I'm like, yeah, sure. It's under this, it's under this, under the sink by the bathroom. I, I couldn't, I think it's in there. And I'll go, yeah, this is great. You know, and then, then when I'm down there, she grabs me by the arm, flips me over and grabs my foot and pushes me till my head's crammed between the sink, between the base thing and the bathroom again. She goes, ha, from now on, we're banging here, punk. And I went, wait a second. I don't want to deal with this. She said, shut up, crap. And she puts a cup in the water, in the water, the toilet and splashes the blue stuff in my face. She goes, I'm recreating everything that that elongated stuff made it go better and last longer. And for the next six months, she would only bang me when my head was between the the toilet and the and the bottom of the sink in the bathroom. Embarrassing. I mean, we, the relationship ended anyway because she's nuts. But um, you know, it's kind of you know, so I was like, damn, you know. We we saved a lot of money on sheets because we didn't, you know. We only did my head between the toilet and the sink, which was kind of stupid. I mean, it's like, did it that one time, and then all of a sudden, the next 315 times we get it on, it's all in the bathroom with my head between the, you know. Weird. For the next few, after we broke up for the next six months, whenever one of them toilet bowl cleaning commercials would come on, you know, I'd get a boner. It's like, yeah, toilet bowl, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's sick. You know. People get mad at me. I can't. I couldn't go to Lowe's or Home Depot for a while, because out of force of habit, I would just take off my clothes and lay down in the toilet aisle with my head between the toilet and something else. You're like, sir, did you just drag a sink into the toilet aisle and then put them together, take off your clothes, lay down, and then put your head between them? I'm saying, I said, yeah, you, but sorry. He goes, that's get out. You know, it's kind of embarrassing that that happened. I mean, just. <sighs> I, I realize now that sometimes I may, I may tell you guys a little bit too much about myself, but, uh, you know, we're like family now, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, God, I'm not looking forward to the email after this episode. I'm just, I'm really not, uh, yes, uh, is that a true story about you and that girl you were dating and she would own, and then she enjoyed banging you in the bathroom with your head lodged between the toilet? And the bottom of the sink is that you did, is that one of them things where you start off with a with a story that really happened and then you kind of go off into one of those wacky flights of fancy where you write jokes about weird stuff to make it even weirder and you use your comedic writing skills to make some funny stuff up because we know it's really not true it's just jokes that you wrote for the, for the podcast I'm sure that you actually did not bang a girlfriend with your head lodged between the sink and the bottom of 
you know, the bottom of your toilet with your foot bouncing off of the tub and, and some tidy bowl or whatever that crap is splashing in your face. I'm sure that didn't happen. And of course, that did not happen. None of that happens. <laughs> I, I really just wrote that part for the podcast because I figured that, you know, as a comedian, as a podcaster, it's my job to tell you interesting stories. And as you know, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll tell a story that really, really happened. And sometimes I'll write stories and tell them in the first person just to, to, to amuse my audience, you know, because uh, I, mean, I'm even, I mean, even though I talk about weird things, I am definitely not weird enough <laughs> to, you know, have sex 373 times with a woman with my head lodged between the, the, the toilet and the sink that because with the tidy bowls water on my face because <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question if there's any lawyers out there? If I was to go to New York right now, say for the sake of argument, I ran across an old girlfriend um, who we parted on okay terms and we've been friendly. You know, we don't talk a lot, but we talk every every once in a while. We'll run into each other and she'll give me a hug and a peck on the cheek. And then, you know, uh, she will joke about certain things that happened in the past. Um, I mean, is is there any way to... I mean, this is just a hypothetical situation, not something that I'm actually looking into. Uh, say for the sake of argument, you wanted her to sign a non-disclosure agreement, uh, pertaining to, uh, lodged between the toilet bowl and the sink banging. And you wanted to make sure that she never talked about that at any point in the future. Is it, is it, uh, is that something that, 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 that I mean, like I said, this, these are things that have never happened to me per se i'm just saying if that was to happen in the future if a guy in the middle of his podcast um wrote a sketch about the girl in him with his head lodged between the two and then he after upon saying the, the telling the story on his podcast he realized how stupid and bad it made him look and he decided he would did not want <clears throat> uh maybe he would actually just kind of chop that he would actually just take the week off in the podcast and uh, do, erase his whole episode because it made him look stupid. And get, went to, too late for that now. Uh, hmm. Changing stories. Uh, you know, the gym. Uh, <clears throat> I go to the gym now. Uh, you know, just forget everything you heard for the past uh, 30 or 39 minutes. I go to the gym and uh, I remember now that I'm I'm not arrogant at the gym at all. I'm a good guy at the gym. I'm a nice guy at the gym. I've always been very nice at the gym. But when I was in my best shape, when I was all sliced up and cut up and incredible and sliced up and double sliced and incredible sliced, I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed by my arrogance back then. Not the kind of arrogance that you display to people, but kind of a they're not here yet or after they're gone type arrogance. And I think I'm not the only one. And I know, in fact, I'm not the only one because in the day, back in the day when I lived in L.A., in LA when I was all sliced up and double sliced up and looking like a chocolate Bruce Lee. I was one of those people that got to the gym with the gym open at six and I would literally be sitting out front of the gym at five thirty or five forty five because I wanted to get into the gym. And there was about six or seven of us. Right. And maybe I think, no, I think, no, it might've been like eight of us. You know what? It was eight. It was four, uh, four, four guys, four ladies. Yeah, it was eight of us in total. <clears throat> And we were the people that always, it was always the eight of us. And we'd all show up at 535, 45, park our cars, and we'd be sitting out front of the gym waiting for the staff to come in. And we start laughing and joking and talking and laughing and joking. And all of us were sliced up and double sliced up and incredibly sliced up and built and sliced and built and six-packed and double-packed and all of that crap. 
And we'd sit there and we'd get to the gym and then open up at six and the staff would go, oh, the gym crew's here. We're like, hey, you know how it is. We got to get this workout in, right? <laughs> and we'd all walk into the gym with the staff, right? And the machines wouldn't even be on. And in fact, we were there so early, the staff didn't even bother turning the machines on where we were because we knew how to turn on the machines and quadruple machines. We turned on our own machines and we started working out. And I don't even know why they opened up at 6 because the bulk of the rest of the people didn't really start coming in until around 8 o'clock. So basically me and the other gym, the rest of the gym crew, the other seven people had run of the gym for two hours before the other people started coming. And there was some arrogance involved in that. Why? Because we thought of those losers as beneath us. Right? We were real gym people. Why were we real gym people? Because we were so eager to work out and sweat and get double sliced up and quadruple sliced up and double hunk and quadruple hump and double six pack and quadruple six pack and perfect this and perfect that. We wanted that so badly we got to the gym early so we could get in every second of gym. And we were there every day. And because we were there every day, we knew who was there and who wasn't. Right? I was there from 6 o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock. Yeah, that's right. I have a comedian schedule. I can do what I want. Shut up. And I worked out like a madman. And my gym crew, some of them would work out 6 to 9, 39. You know, we, we considered them crew even though they're punked out about a half an hour before the four-hour workout, right? And we were just looking all great and double great and quadruple great and incredible great and quadruple great and incredible. Knew all the machines back and forth. When we'd sit there, when we'd watch the personal trainer working with somebody, instructing them how to look at the machine inside. I didn't do it outside, but inside I was going, pfft, loser. Right? How do you not know how to use a Versa climber? What a dope. Uh, you don't know how to do the reps on that machine? Chump. Cause I knew all the machines. And we were arrogant about it. We looked at people that came in after eight o'clock like, you losers. We looked at people that only came in three times a week like pussies. We did that. Well, actually one guy called the person the pussy and then the guy heard him and, it's amazing how even though a guy, because I never called somebody a pussy before, I just used that to live. Uh, it was amazing you a pussy. He said under his breath and the guy heard him. And the, Amazingly enough, my gym workout buddy, who was in great shape, uh, when he said pussy to the guy who was leaving after a 20-minute workout, um, how can I put this? You'd be surprised how effective at beating people's asses a person is even when it seems like they're not in shape, you know, because sometimes a person could be a uh, golden gloves boxer who just got a shape right now, but still has the muscle memory and strength of a golden glove boxer. Or he could be a black belt and a martial art and let himself go a little bit, but he still knows all the techniques. And maybe he's in the process of getting him back self back in shape. Or maybe he's a golden gloves boxer who has a black belt who really doesn't like to be called pussy as he's walking out of the gym. And uh it's kind of weird to see a really fat guy who can still do a crescent kick, um, you know, you know, and, and that who get his leg up that fast to the person's face. Um, so for for two days after that, there was a gym crew of seven because somebody was was gone getting his teeth fixed and um but 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 that's that's and i'm thinking yeah maybe arrogance isn't a good thing to have maybe you should just you know you should just you know just work out and not be so arrogant uh you know to the to people just because you work out more than they are and you're more dedicated in your mind because you come every day for three or four hours maybe 
maybe you should do that and definitely don't don't call people the p word because they might go what and then take a shuffle step and then you know kick you in the teeth and knock one of your teeth loose and then you have to go and get an emergency dentist and then they fix your tooth and then you come back and the rest of the crew is standing outside and they see you coming up and they, we, we all saw you get kicked in the face by a fat guy and um you know we felt so embarrassed for you that we didn't even want to tease you because normally we tease each other but we did we just didn't tease the guy like damn a fat guy kick you in the mouth and he kind of looked at us like hey what's going on guys and we're all looking at him like mm-hmm. fat guy whooped your ass and then none of us said it but we kind of looked at him like mm, fat guy whooped your ass um, so that's, that's, that's one of the reasons why I was never arrogant about, uh, I'm not arrogant about the gym. Cause I, you know, I don't want some fat guy to kick me in the teeth. <laughs> <clears throat> Moving on, folks. Um, as it turns out, <laughs> you know, that's actually a true story. That's a true story. Guy did, did uh, get kicked in the teeth by a fat guy at the gym for calling him a pussy behind his back, um, which was not smart. So, you know, whatever you do, if you, if you go to the gym, you know, don't call fat guys pussies behind their back unless you find out whether or not they, you know, are boxers and karate experts because you might get your, you might get your teeth, you get your teeth kicked out. Anyway, folks, that's the moral of the story. Uh, <laughs> and this has been the episode number 332 of the S. Anthony Says podcast. Thank you very, very much for stopping back, you weird bastards. I love every last one of you, all the new people, all the old people. You've been showing me lots and lots of love. Thank you very much. Thank you for telling your friends. Thanks for spreading the word. I really appreciate it. Hello, Canada. Hello, Australia. You know, hello, UK. Hello, expatriates in different countries. I see a lot of uh, different countries that I didn't expect people to be listening to this podcast in. And obviously, you're people from here that, that move someplace else. Thank you very much. And uh, folks, I just want to let you know that this podcast is everywhere. I don't know where you're listening to this podcast, uh, but the podcast is everywhere. Basically, um, Stitcher. You can. I'm on Stitcher. I'm on TuneIn Radio. I'm on Spreaker. I'm on Spotify iHeartRadio, Google Play, the home base is Podbean, and of course, I'm on the granddaddy of all podcast platforms, iTunes. I have a YouTube channel. Go and subscribe to that channel. I'm going to begin using it soon. Go look, S. Anthony Says. Look for S. Anthony Says. That will be me. Subscribe and hit the notification bell, you bastards, so when I start dropping stuff there, you'll be notified immediately. Follow me on Instagram, damn it. And it's Instagram. My Instagram handle is at S. Anthony Thomas. So get your punk asses over there and follow that crap. I'm on Facebook as well. And I know your asses are on Facebook too. So do me a favor. Go to Facebook. Go to the search box. Type in S. Anthony says. There will be me, S. Anthony Thomas. They will say S. Anthony says it will have a blue check mark, which means it's a Facebook verified page for me. So you know it's actually me. And go follow that page you bastards now i'm on twitter in two places one for me specifically is at s anthony thomas follow it and there's a there's a twitter page for this podcast that you're listening to right now at s anthony says follow that too you bastards and for those of you that uh want to email me with questions comments and declarations of love but mostly 
declarations of love. I'll take questions and comments too, but mostly declarations of love. Here is the address, my friend. I only have one email address. It's talk to s anthony at gmail.com. T A L K T O S A N T H O N Y at gmail.com. Once again, my friends, we're getting close to the five year mark. It'll be in October, near the end of October. This podcast will be five years old. And a few days later, I will be five oh years old. And yes, I am going to get my AARP stuff. Why? Because I like discounts. Yeah, that's right. There's got to be some benefits to turn in 50. Okay. All right. And I'm getting all them damn discounts. And I'm not going to be one of those suckers that's, oh, I don't want to admit that I'm 50 or I don't want to ask for the discount. I'm asking for a discount. I'm going to go to a place that's called nothing but discounts. And I'm going to walk in and go, hey, do you have another discount? <laughs> You're damn right. I'm not cheap. F y'all. Much love to every last one of the Bastard Army. I appreciate you more than you know. I will see you again next week. And now I'm going to say goodbye the way I always say goodbye. I'm going to do it on the count of three. Are you ready to do it with me? Of course you are. Of course you are. Are you ready? On the count of three. We're going to do it. Here we go. One, two, three. S. Anthony.